Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast ICS Cybertalks. And today I'm honored to uh, host two of my favorites, um, Alex Yavuchenko, uh, the co-founder and CEO of Salvador Technologies, and Oleg Viscover, co-founder and the CTO of Salvador Technologies. Hi guys, how are you? Hi, Nachshon. Pleasure to meet you. A pleasure to be here. I'm uh, one, one of the fans of your podcast. Uh, really Thank you very much. Doing a great job and it's an honor to be here. We're happy to be here for the second time. We are one of the first doing it second time. So it's a great pleasure. Yeah, this is actually a follow-up uh, podcast. We met about a bit more than one year ago. And... In uh, startup life, it's like 20 years. Yeah. So um, we have I, more white. <laughs> more white hair. <laughs> yeah. So um, I know that the world changes and also everything was changing around us. The last time that we met, life was very nice, a lot of money in the market. And uh, today's startups are struggling to see how they are moving on. And I believe that you are in a mature place, but still not in the, in, in the big run. So we will talk about it also. But for those that, who doesn't know you, can you give us uh, a short bio? Alex, please start. Uh, okay. Alex Yevtushenko, uh, as you mentioned, co-founder and CEO of Salvador Technologies. Uh, coming uh, from a background of uh, electrical engineer, uh, was a software developer for many years, then switched to the R&D department uh, that I established and uh, managed. It was a, a good school for me to learn a lot from engineering parts, how to develop things up to uh, the business part, uh, how things managed, uh, how to sell, how to do marketing, and um, was a pleasure to work with huge companies worldwide in space industry, semiconductors, and other uh, places. Uh, about two years ago, we started officially uh, Salvador, together with Oleg, who I know many, many years. Oleg, give us uh, your bio. bio. Okay. So I'm arriving from the best cybersecurity school in the world, the IDF <laughs> Elite Cybersecurity Units. I've been in the Israeli NSA for more than a decade uh, in several positions, t team leader, uh, hardware developer, uh, system engineer. So I studied that a lot. Mm. I'm also electrical engineer, like Alex. We have many common things. Uh, we both from Ukraine. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, common other things. We know each other from the second grade, more than uh, 20 years. Uh, we studied in the high school in robotics competitions, won first places in Japan, in the US. And after a few years, we are coming back again to work together. And Alex is the best partner. So. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Anyway. I'm glad to Pleasure. hear that. Pleasure and, to work uh, with you. Well, 
you have the knowledge and the experience of someone with you who is 60 years old, not young, <laughs> like you are, but okay. So, Alex, um, let's start with Salvador uh, about what the company is doing, what is the product, what is the idea behind the product. Okay, um, I would say in startup language, give us the elevator pitch. <laughs> uh, so we are a, a cyber company, a startup, uh, but not the usual uh, cyber. Uh, we coming with different approach when everybody tries to uh, detect and prevent and uh, stop the uh, malware, stop the viruses, uh, we are coming with another approach. The hacker will attack. He will uh, do successful uh, attack and how you can uh, recover from it, how you can uh, continue the op your operations if it's uh, in the industrial, if it's in the sea or any other field. Uh, and not... Uh, only to detect and prevent, but also continue the standard words. The, the company uh, should produce, the company should uh, earn money and the cyber attack stops it suddenly. How fast you can uh, recover, how fast you can uh, keep uh, operate. And uh, we, we developed a unique technology uh, with patent on it that uh, allows our customer uh, to recover in 30 seconds from any kind of uh, malfunction or cyber attack uh, just in press of uh, one button. Uh, we started from uh, a small device connected to the most critical assets, most critical computers uh, of the customer. And uh, the idea is that uh, without any IT knowledge, Anybody, also the operator of the machine, can uh, by one click of a button recover uh, his own system. Uh, and uh, uh, here we actually reduce the downtime from days or weeks or sometimes uh, months to just uh, minutes uh, to recover. Okay, and, and uh, the buzz is 30 seconds, right? Absolutely, yes. We have officially proved this with many videos, many tests that we do every day. It's today the fastest recovery capability in the world for any kind of physical equipment, physical computers, physical servers. In the IT world, it's much more easier to recover than in OT. You, usually you have a virtual machine in the cloud, you click in one button, and 30 seconds later, everything is going to work again. In the OT field, it's much more complex. There is a lot of configuration and the backup and restore is far behind. So we are closing this gap by providing new platform, new technology to make recovery of OT systems much easier and much better and most important, faster. One of the things that uh, who knows me know that in the last... I believe six months, maybe less, I was moving from talking about OT cyber to operational continuity. Because the cyber is only one issue when you're talking about operational continuity. 
and the defense is nice, the prevention is nice, but in the end of the day, the main issue is keep everything running. And this is one of the reasons that I love your product, and you know that. It's not a secret. And uh, I'm quite talking with every customer that I'm in about it. And uh, I think that going into the field of recovery when, you know, we are dealing with OT, we are dealing with guys that knows machinery very well, less computing, and to give them the ability to do whatever is needed to be back on their feet very, very fast, it's a blessing. More than that, one of the biggest mistakes that I see all over is that when there is an attack, usually customers are doing recovery on the disk that was attacked. So you don't have any way that you can look after that to do all the search, the research to understand what happened. In your case, it's different and you would talk about the technology much more than I. So what is the feedback of the customers that you are engaged with right now? Um, I know that you are doing a remarkable job in a lot of conventions and a lot of uh, days for customers all around the world. And OT is usually a very close mind uh, environment. Because if you're talking with the, the guys that are dealing with the IT, so they would say, well, we have recovery, we, we have uh, this big uh, uh, system for doing the backup. And when you're talking with the OT guys, you're saying recovery, it's taking them time to understand what they want for them. So after one year of running, well, you run more than that, but from our last podcast, what do you feel? How is the, the market feedback to you? You're really correct about uh, uh, good and large systems of uh, backups. Uh, I don't want to mention names, but everybody knows uh, many players in the backup uh, field, and it's uh, a little bit overloaded already. As they have uh, uh, great tools and uh, great achievement, but they focus on the IT. They focus on uh, the data, on uh, servers, on uh, databases, cloud, and so on. And uh, this is not so relevant for the OT. And uh, uh, you, uh, you're absolutely true that the uh, OT guy who don't understand what is recovery, don't understand uh, what 
the IT wants from him about uh, keep your computer safe, don't, uh, don't put any USB, don't do and don't do. What do you want? I want to produce. And uh, uh, we uh, focus a lot on our marketing and sales process also on both sides. Also uh, convince the IT that our product is not the same like backup Uh, to uh, delegate the procedure of recovery to the production floor, to the operator. And uh, from other hand, uh, we speak with the operators who really don't understand uh, so much in the computers. And uh, we try to give them a, a tool to allow them Uh, recover by themselves and from the field we hear really good uh, feedback uh, from both sides by the way uh, if we're talking with CISO for example he happy because he don't need to deal with all the big scene of recovery of uh, learning the operators the OT guys how to use computers and uh, it's very important i want to add here um some of the ot guys re- really afraid from malfunctions less afraid from cyber attacks and for those guys it's a great solution also for malfunction for example your disk stop working or for any kind of reason uh, your server just shut down the raid controller doesn't work more anymore You can use our product as well. So uh, it's full operational continuity solution, not just from cyber attacks, but also for malfunctions. Uh, another great aspect that the customers like is it's hardware-based product. Finally, hardware uh, that OT people just can connect and like. Uh, the only thing they need to do in order to recover is press a physical buttons. OT people like to press buttons. They know how to do it well. So um, they really like the product. They like hardware very much. Yeah. Yeah, because the, the, the world was moving in the IT to everything is virtual. And it's back to basics. It's back to basic and, and it's very basic. This is the, the, the big idea and I like it very much. Um, what industries is the technology suitable for? Actually... Our product fits uh, every computer or, or every computer systems. And uh, after one year, we're trying to focus. Uh, we see a lot of uh, regulations and differences between the industry. So we try to focus today. Uh, however, we have a customer in the manufacturing, uh, in uh, critical infrastructures, water, energy. And uh, we installed in several hospitals. All the healthcare is very important and very interesting uh, uh, for us and for our customer to have solution. Um, other field is building management systems uh, and uh, as a maritime, it's relatively new and we have uh, here uh, support from our local Ashdod port who helped us uh, to penetrate this market uh, thing. Uh, and uh, learn more about the use cases and uh, how can we assist uh, just to to give an example they have crane system that uh, to recover it 
the operator needs to uh, the IT IT guy needs to climb on top of the crane, uh, remove the computer, uh, take it to the to the lab, uh, work on it, and then. Take it back. They, they take it back uh, after one day maybe or a few hours. Uh, just imagine if 50 of them will be attacked in one time. No way to handle. And we all every day learn more and more uh, use cases for our product. It's really uh, vertical agnostic. Just need to learn some marketing stuff and uh, some adjustments. Okay. So... As we said, we met a year ago. What technology progress did you made in this year? Because you had a lot of ideas. Part of uh, of them, I know that you have uh, uh, development uh, agreements with uh, other companies, um, what which called design partner. Where we stand with that? Because you were taking the small box into the net. Is it ready? Yes. Uh, so we are moving into this direction. As, uh, we have a partnership with NVIDIA and we presented in the last NVIDIA conference, the GTC, uh, just this year. So we're working on a network-based solution that will be centralized and it's based on NVIDIA SmartNix. We are one of the first cybersecurity solutions that implements themselves on SmartNix. Uh, NVIDIA has great products, great company, great cooperation. We are part of the NVIDIA Inception, which is the collaborative program of NVIDIA with startups. So we are uh, having a great partnership with them and the network recovery station will be much more be focused on virtualization. One of the things that we can see that uh, companies also in the OT moving to virtualization uh, they need solution also for this kind of uh, critical systems. Uh, we saw, for example, a factory that uh, all the HMIs are VDI, uh, which is uh, not so common, but uh, so it's this is the future. So uh, we're working together with NVIDIA on this product and it will be released in the next year. Okay. Another major effort that we are doing is to have agentless version. You'd be surprised or not, but we saw some machines in the field that until this day, they didn't have a backups because of a simple reason. They cannot install agents. The vendors not allowed to do it. Uh, they don't have antiviruses. Yeah, it's very common. Yeah. So we're working on an agentless version, which we will have a portable software, which running directly from our hardware, without any need of installation modifications uh, on the HMI itself. So this is a, a direction that we are going through and we already have customers that using it on field, uh, the agentless. So it's uh, it can expand our market dr dramatically. And the last thing that we are doing is expanding to other operational systems. Today, we are mainly focused on Windows, Windows 7, Windows 10, Windows Server. Uh, we want also to support Linux, and we also want to support Windows XP. Windows XP is still in the field, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, maybe 
for uh, from security concerns because the system itself not supported anymore by Microsoft. Uh, also, Windows 7 not supported anymore by Microsoft. So attack on Windows XP or Windows 7, even a 10-year-old can do. So it's really easy. And uh, you're making an effort also to support this kind of legacy systems. XP is an issue. It's a big issue. We're dealing with that every day. I can tell you that I came today from a meeting with a customer that has everything from Windows 2000, XP, Windows 7, and some of the system that they already changed, it's Windows 10. So the expectation of the market is that you can give answers to all of them. Yes, exactly. So we're putting a lot of efforts for the legacy systems and for the XP, we developed hybrid products that can work from SATA, not just from USB, because XP and USB, it's not yeah, a good are mix. not friends, yeah. Yeah, but XP and SATA are great friends. So, or even, uh, I, don't, I will not mention other older protocols, like, but uh, SATA is the one that we support. Um, and it yeah, will I be... hope that you didn't go back to the ID. No, not yet, <laughs> not yet. Not yet, because the, we need to find a lot of engineers with a lot of white hair to do it, and it's a complex task. So today we are trying to make a coverage of the most common operational systems. Windows 7 is already supported, and the XP will be supported just in a few months. One of the things that um, we were talking uh, through the, the time was that you are willing to... Uh, cooperate with big customers as uh, design partners. And uh, I believe this is something which is great. And uh, from here, I'm calling anyone that uh, wants to, to be part of it, to, to connect with you. And because when we are talking about Israel, well, small, medium businesses, even the biggest one in Israel. But I believe that there are a lot of companies, you know, 100 factories around the world, 50 factories around the world. And they have a lot of needs. So this is exactly the point that they can influence the product. And on the other hand, to get a real solution. And I like it uh, very much. I would like to go to, to, to a question that is less technology. And this is for you, Alex. We talked at the beginning about the, the, the change in the market of the investment. And we see that it's all over the world, even that in Israel uh, there is... Uh, an hype of trying to, to say that it's happening on only here. But actually, it's around the world. We see the economy that was falling very hard uh, and startups that got billions of dollars were cut in 80%. Uh, I don't want to get into names, but we saw it and 
We see it every day. Now, as a startup, and as a startup that the engine is not only uh, the technology, also you need money to grow. Okay? And once we talked and you said that you are in a seed, and I told you that you're already in round A because you have technology that is up and running. You don't have to prove to anyone. And more than that, you have customers. So what is the change? How, how do you feel it? I don't know if you need to, to, to raise money because I know that uh, before the, 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 the big fall, you, you raised whatever you needed. But still, in startup, you never raise enough. You want to make sure that you have not for one year, to have to two years, three years, four years. How do you feel it when, when you are meeting now with investors or companies that are willing to invest? We are always uh, searching for investment. It's a really nonstop uh, job uh, to searching uh, for more uh, money. Uh, and the reason is uh, to have the ability to innovate. You mentioned design partners, you, you mentioned uh, a large company, and it's not easy to work with them. Uh, need a lot of efforts from the te- technological development and uh, to support them, to uh, fly to them, and a lot of investment till you see a return of it. So uh, we really always need, uh, need more money. Uh, if we have more, we can uh, develop more, uh, more solutions. Uh, and uh, really, the, uh, the last crisis is uh, changing things. Uh, cyber is, uh, uh, I would say, very crowded uh, Arena. Uh, yeah. field for investors. And uh, maybe somewhere le- uh, there are less investment in cyber, in the classical cyber. However, uh, we're uh, we in a good place. Uh, because we are not classical uh, cyber. Uh, OT is a growing market. Uh, it's estimated today more than $20 billion dollars, uh, the OT security market. It's a relatively new market for investors. So they want to discover it, they want to invest. They not always understand this, uh, but uh, they do curious to explore this. And we meet today dozens of investors uh, because we want uh, to raise uh, more money. Our goal, uh, actually, we today in, in, a, in a round uh, because we want to grow to United States. We have a major product. We have customers in Europe, in Israel, and we want to expand to U.S. This is our next market to capture. We have only a few customers there. Uh, and if you investors want to join <laughs> we'll be happy to call them from here uh, and uh, this is a uh, but I would a, say that you're looking for an added value investor absolutely always added values not just money not just it's money it's a good yeah. point uh, and they want to mention our current investors 
that uh, helps us a lot uh, in everything, uh, also with the money, with the investment, but also with really good advice and support and the connections. Uh, we are lucky with, uh, with the good investors. It's very uh, important. That we have. Very, very important. We see right now that the new buzz is AI. Okay, so if two, three, four years ago, any company would put cyber in the name because it was the big buzz, now it's AI. Okay, no, there are a few people that really know what it is. Okay, there is a lot of uh, misunderstanding between machine learning, AI, and uh, all the other. And do you have any plans regarding uh, AI? Yeah. So um, we already have some first implementation of AI in our product. Um, for example, we have a backup window, which is AI-based. Uh, it's a new patent, so uh, already approved. Already approved? In Israel. Okay, nice. So okay. It's our second patent, yes. It's Very our second nice. patent, yes. So um, what we are doing, we have a current sensor and we are measuring the disk activity. And when we detect using AI that there is a, ju a huge jump in the, um, in the power, power consumption, we are autonomously... Uh, just uh, open the backup window and closing it. And everything is done through uh, some kind of uh, AI algorithms because we need to learn uh, when the backup window is uh, executed accordingly. And we also need to detect if there is any kind of uh, malicious access. So if we detect any kind of uh, non-usual activity using AI, we can just turn off the voltage. So it would be like anomaly? You're yeah. saying we know how it should work, and if the currency is changing, the meaning is Somebody something has happened. Yeah, exactly. So we are using it in our product, and we also in the product with NVIDIA, because we are using DPU, um, and we're using Docker of NVIDIA, there are a lot of uh, possibilities to use AI, because NVIDIA is one of the leading AI companies in the world, so they have great AI platforms. And we are including these technologies also in our solution as part of our roadmap. Very nice. AI comes to help the humanity, to the, to the person, to the human. Uh, and uh, we started to implement... Uh, Not everyone would agree with you, but okay. Uh, I, I, I hope uh, it will go to this direction to help and not replace. Uh, what, what we try to do is uh, uh, again help uh, the, with our product, help the operator with minimum effort to recover. AI comes to support even more. Mm, uh, we will not need to uh, program the, the uh, product to initialize it. Everything done automatically. Just connect. Maybe next step is a robot who connects it to the computer. So plug <laughs> and play and that's it. Uh, we're going to this yeah. direction using AI and it's uh, one of our roadmaps. Very good. And so now you should put AI in the end of Salvador technology and AI and <laughs> 
your set. But we are not working by buses only. <laughs> we, we, we provide uh, actual technology. Look, I was for real sales guys. So as a sales guy, I am looking for the words. Yeah. You know, what would be the word that the customer would like to hear? And uh, right now we are in the AI uh, age. But okay, fine. In another three, four years, it would be something else. You can be sure about it. Um, I remember it with the cloud. I remember it with a lot of other things. How do you see the OT world for the next coming years? What is changing? What is the, the issues that customers are aiming to? Because one of the problems with the OT is that I would say it in a way that we don't have enough someone would kill me for that. We don't have enough attacks on OT. Um, well, actually, it depends on how you consider an attack, okay? Because there is a big argue uh, inside the professional OT saying that OT attack is something that is directly on the OT. And for my opinion, and some others, everything that would make a shutdown of uh, an industrial line, it's an OT attack. It doesn't matter if it came from the internet, if it came from the IT, if it was the HMI, it doesn't matter. In the end of the day, it stopped the, the production. This is for me OT. We see less, I would say it like that, we see less straight and signed attacks on the OT environment. And for a long time, the feeling was that, you know, we can leave it alone. It's okay for now. How it's going to change? Do you feel the change? Do, do you feel that customers start to understand that actually, this is their printing money machine. This is the OT. Now, in Israel, I know how it's working. How you see it in the world? Okay. So, um, what I want to mention is it, one of the major uh, parts in the OT field is regulations. Because regulation make you move and make you move faster. Because you must do. So we can see in new regulations, even in traditional fields that until this day were not attacked so common. For example, the maritime world. So in the maritime world, from the next year, each ship uh, that manufactured around the world will need to have cyber recovery capability on board. So it's a huge change because it's come from the regulation. And so we're talking with shipyards, uh, Think about a ship that will stuck because of cyber attack in the Suez Canal. It's something that today is just in the, the imagination, but today all the ships have some satellite connectivity to the internet. So it's something that is possible and not just theoretical. Uh, so we're seeing this regulation not just in the maritime, we see it in transportation, 
we see the U.S. government getting more and more involved in regulations. CISA, FBI, all the all of those uh, regulate regulators uh, telling things such as you must have ergot backups, easily retrievable, and for most important uh, is the ergot. And we see it in the regulations uh, more and more common. And this is one of the major uh, things that making the market move and adopt new technologies, new solutions. Um, so we are following after the regulations, such as in the maritime. There is regulation also in the aviation field. And I think it's a good thing because uh, the regulations make the things more uh, like a standard. Uh, so this is one thing that's going on. Another thing is connectivity. We see that the industry 4.0, one of the major things that you have in the industrial IoT is the connectivity, specifically in the manufacturing, but also we can see it more and more in critical infrastructures. You have much more sensors and you, mu- you have much more connectivity to the cloud. Um, the cloud today is everywhere not just in the IT, but also starting to penetrate into the OT. So the OT field uh, is getting more and more... Uh, complex. Complex, yes. More, yeah, more and more attack vectors. Uh, so from the both aspects, regulations plus connectivity, you must be sure that you will have the recovery capability in the D-Day. And this is what our, our platform aims to do. I don't remember, but uh, the NIST2 that was published right now, did they have something about recovery? So every regulation has something regarding backups. Uh, and backups and recovery are connected. So Yeah, of course. Uh, for of course. me, it's the same. Yeah. So, um, yeah, most of the regulations have, uh, have some c- capture regarding backups. And uh, it's something that's working uh, for our company because we are using it. Um, again, if all the ships that we do manufacture will require backups, uh, think about hundreds of ships that manufacture around the world. Each of them needs our cyber recovery solution. So it's uh, something that can uh, make, give us a great opportunity. Very nice. Um... If I would try to box it, you know, um, in one sentence, what customer can expect from your product? You're talking about what you are doing and how you are doing that, and it's very important. But I'm a customer, okay? I'm an OT CISO or a CISO or whatever. I'm taking your product. Install it on, on the, the machine. Okay, now, again, you already have a couple of ways to install it because of the demand from the market. Usually the problem is implementation. When you bring in new technology, the implementation, it's always the issue. Okay? You want to put an IDS inside? Very well. 
you need to do some changes in the network. You need to do this and this and this and this. And usually, it's becoming a project. It's not something that is, you know, out of the box. What should the customer expect from your product? Is implementation is an issue? Can you do it alone? We are uh, putting a lot of effort to make it plug and play. Uh, no implementation or no uh, uh, implementation issues should be. It's actually uh, we send the product to the customer and they using two minutes uh, video or 10 minutes uh, technical uh, assistance. Uh, assistance or uh, uh, showing the customer how, how to do it. And he can implement it by himself. By himself. We put, put a lot of uh, effort on this uh, to be a fast and easy product, a fast recovery and easy use. In Can terms you put of it in time? Let's say that I have, from one hand, an HMI server with a lot of uh, HMIs in virtual machines, and I have a PC or a server which is standalone on prime. How long it would take me? It'll take you one minute to install. Good answer. Inclu- including the unpacking. Yeah, we're also making it easy to operate. So also the OT operator will be able by himself to make the restoration. This is one of our major efforts in the R&D to make it as easy as possible for implementation. Any central console, if I have 100 devices around the factory that I can see it as a CISO or as an operational uh, COO, that I can see where I stand and that everything is up and running and the backups are done in time? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, dashboard, uh, it's a must today. And uh, here we give solution for both uh, parts, for the operator uh, tool to recover and feel confidence, and for the CISO and the management, a tool to monitor, to monitor all the endpoints. Uh, we have special uh, tools that we developed that also can, con- can be connected uh, to SIM, and uh, easily you can see if any issue. If no issue, you uh, feel confident. If some issue, you can take care of it before you need the product and it's, it's very important to have such tool. I want to add that the SIM and the SOC integration is one of the things that we are worked on in the last year to make the product enterprise grade. Uh, you need to make a lot of efforts to do it. So one of them is the SIM or SOC integration. We can send syslogs directly from our platform to the, ma- to the main platform of the customer. Very good. Because it's very important. Today, uh, all the MDR and SOC and SIM, it's the main issue for a lot of companies. And especially in the, in the industrial world, they are getting into it. And uh, it's very important. Very, very important that you are doing that. Okay, guys. We are at the end. As always, so it was very quick. It was very quick. What do you want your listeners, our listeners, to take from this uh, conversation? 
I want uh, to uh, put again the focus on not uh, the, the defense uh, and prevention and detection is not enough. It's you should use it, but it's not enough. You always need to think uh, about the case you will be attacked and how you can recover and uh, choose systems uh, that can uh, provide you fast recovery, easy recovery. Choose Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and not, don't, don't forget it that uh, as a user, don't forget that you will uh, be attacked one day and how can you recover? Yeah, well saying. It's always when, not if. Uh, I want to mention that uh, this, those threats are ju- not just theoretical, but are real. Uh, just last weekend, a new malware was uh, revealed that The main goal of this malware is to send malicious commands to RTU in power grids and uh, it's in the field uh, even if you if you are not seeing it now you can see it in the future because cyber is uh, the next generation battlefield of the 21 century uh, so uh, even in those cases of malicious uh, malware that's sending RTU, It operates from the HMI from the server. And if you will have an ability to recover it just in 30 seconds, you can just eliminate the threat. This malware specifically worked with Python. So Python, it's a legitimate tool. Yeah, uh, of course. So antivirus cannot detect like malicious Python scripts, just sending commands. And the best way that you can handle it is by just recovery. This is the best way. But do you have any um, plan to the future uh, to back up also or um, PLCs. PLCs? Yes, yes. This, this is a big issue exactly. because there are, there are tools to do that, but... Uh, so, so many of those attacks are not uh, in, impacting the PLCs itself. It's just sending malicious commands. Uh, but we also have a plans to expand to the PLC field and also provide backups to PLCs. We already started the first uh, talks with uh, Siemens, Schneider Electric, uh, Yokogawa, in order to connect to their API because each of them has a different a- API. Yeah, of course. And this is the main challenge in this project. But of course, uh, it's part of our expansion. Very nice. Guys, thank you very much that you came. Alex, Oleg. I wish you all the luck in the world because, as you know, I'm a big fan of your uh, company and the guys that are working in the company. And uh, let's do another one in one year and see what is happening. <laughs> With pleasure. Thank you very much, Nachshan. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.